Hey, this is Aaron Holt. I'm the director of Lead the Generation. I'm joined today by my co-host, Gilbert Ackerman, youth pastor at Allison Park Church. We just want to say thanks for joining us today for the LTG Student Leadership Podcast. We believe that leadership is all about influence, so we want to help you discover new ways to reach your friends for Christ and lead your generation. If this podcast is helpful to you, it would mean the world to us if you'd write a review and rate it on whatever platform you're listening from. And hit subscribe. We'll be dropping new episodes several times a week throughout the school year. And be sure to share if you think this would benefit other students like you. Feel free to check out the show notes for more ways to connect with our ministry and our guests. This podcast is sponsored by our partner, WorldServe International. WorldServe is addressing the water crisis in Africa, where over 790 million people don't have access to clean drinking water. You and I can be part of solving this crisis. Go to WorldServeintl.org to get started. So get ready. The Student Leadership Podcast starts right now. Hi, friends. Welcome to the Student Leadership Podcast. Gil and I excited to kick off another week. We are ready. Yes, let's go. We have a great guest with us, Bethany Marshall, who is the Family Life Pastor for Transformation Church in Altoona, Pennsylvania. But maybe more importantly, Gil, is that her husband, Micah, was on the podcast before and now we get the better half. So, Bethany, welcome to the podcast. We're glad you're here. Hey guys, I'm glad to be here. Yeah, it's good. I think we had uh, we had Mike a second week, yeah, yeah. of the podcast. So yeah. you know, you start with start nice and uh, nice and low, set the bar low, and Episodes then you raise it to the best. Four, of five, and six. If you want to go back and catch those, if you haven't if you haven't listened to them. Yeah, but you are listening to the to the better presenter here. We are just going to say that, Micah. We hope you're listening. But Bethany, it's great to have you here. We loved your husband uh, being on with us before. Obviously, he even did some stuff with my youth group for uh, for an event that we did here at Allison Park Church. So it was fantastic. We loved it. Uh, but here's our question. To kind of get us warmed up and ready for the day. Are you ready for this? I am. Okay. So the question is, you are now allowed a huge budget to make a movie about the story of your life. What actor and actress do you get to play you and your spouse? Oh, I could never, ever answer this question. Like I would just stumble over this. I would pick a younger Denzel Washington, but it wouldn't work for obvious reasons. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Um, I feel like you're Googling actresses and actress names right now. Is that what you're doing? I can see this. You you know, students, you're listening, but I'm, I'm also uh, trying to stall and give you time to think of an answer. No, <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, I feel like we would be like an adventurous couple. Like, um, oh, no, I'm just thinking of. Just being an event, going on an adventure somewhere. With, it would be an adventure uh, movie. I see it. Yeah, like trying to Raiders of the Lost Ark yeah. style, right? Would it, yeah, would you think it would like be that. a movie or would it be more like an epic TV adventure show, you know, like with multiple seasons to it? No, definitely a movie. Okay. Definitely a movie. Um, it would be... I, I'm, I'm like really bad with actors. That's right. We'll, 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 we'll come back to it. We'll come back we're to back. it in a later episode. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know what? I'm already excited to see it. Even though you didn't, you weren't able to describe it, you know, as, as well as you would have wanted to. I'm excited to see this movie. So let us know when it comes out because it's, it's just going to be great. Yeah, absolutely. So, well, we brought you here not to talk about the movie of your life, but we really brought you here to talk about leadership. Um, so let's jump in. Um, Bethany, you have a lot of experience, both you and your husband in student ministry and, and even what you're doing now as a family life pastor so let's talk leadership with students uh what do you have 
Yeah, today I would just like to talk to you about like the heart. And um, the title of today is The Transaction of Your Heart. It's the thought about what you deposit is what you withdraw from. And that's what I believe God is looking for hearts that are deposited with things that are going to impact the people around you for the kingdom. So as leaders, it's important that we have a standard for which we live so that we can reflect Jesus in everything that we say and do. I say like, it's kind of like this, it's like leading with lines. Um, Those lines are non-negotiable and they make you distinct from the world. So you can lead in the world, but you don't necessarily lead of the world. Yeah, that's good. Let me let me unpack that for a second here. So you said transaction of your heart. Obviously, I'm thinking of kind of like a banking scenario here. Is this things that you're depositing into your heart are then withdrawn from your heart? Is that am I understanding that correctly? Yeah. So what you deposit in is what you then pull out of. So think of it as like the door of your heart is a transaction point. What are you opening it up to? Mm, yeah. That's a good that's a good challenge for students. I mean, for all of us, really, because there's so much that we can allow into our heart and not completely understanding, you know, what you put in is what's going to come out. Right, Gil? Yeah, exactly. And I think I picture this is going to be a little bit of a weird analogy here, but roll with me. This is what I picture based off of the just the phrase transaction. I, I love that word is like if you're like a bank, obviously, and people are knocking at your door wanting to deposit money like you don't know what kind of money they have. If it's fake money or if it's monopoly money, like you really only want to accept the real stuff, the good stuff into your bank so that you're not crumbling as an economy if you take monopoly money and then give real money out uh that's i know it's a little bit of a silly analogy but that's that's the way i view it so let me let me ask this is there a specific bible verse that comes to mind that kind of underpins all of this yeah um i think of luke 6 45 where it says for the mouth speaks what the heart is full of and so kind of like tailgating your thought and your image that you had You know, the Word of God is our filter. It's going to process everything that is false, everything that is counterfeit. So that's our standard and our filter system for what gets put into our hearts. So when you think of, wow, my mouth speaks what my heart is full of, then what's in my heart? What's going to come out? So the Word of God is, is definitely always the source that will distinguish what is counterfeit from what is real. I like the the analogy that you're using there about the word of God, like being like a filter that will, you know, process what what is true and what is false. And man, do I need that? Like, man, do we all need that? Right. Because my feelings and emotions will tell me one thing um, or my social media feed will tell me one thing or, you know, whatever Netflix binge I happen to be in. Right. Will tell me something. And if I don't have like that filter of the word of God, like in position and in place and alive and well right in my life wow i mean i can go wayward in a hurry right so is that is that what you're talking about is that how you're kind of seeing this whole leadership principle here yeah because if what's in your heart is eventually going to come out then i'm going to want things in my heart that are going to impact for good right long term too so your heart is really the key in what you Um, do and how you do it and if your heart's right then what you're going to do is right yeah now i i I think of i don't know if you guys have seen this before if either of you've seen this there's sometimes like a a quote that i've seen on twitter or like on facebook where it's like you know um if it's someone saying like if you didn't like my reaction to you like maybe you should like like or was it like i'm a good person if you didn't like my reaction to you maybe you're the problem i i think that that idea is sometimes 
All right, I think that idea is very prevalent in our society. Like, I'm generally a good person. I respond normally. You're the problem here. But the the irony of that is like, no, 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 you don't understand. You're just unaware that you're still the problem. Like, you are the only one that can control your reactions and the way you speak to someone or handle a situation. It's not someone else's fault the way that you're handling this or what you're doing. It's what you put into you is now coming out when you're put under pressure. So, Bethany, let me ask this. Is there a student that you know that does this really, really well? Yeah, well, I think my story is more of like a car conversation that I've had. Um, I call them car conversations because anytime we take teenagers home, that is an opportunity to talk and to get down to the matters of the heart. Um, And so I just wanted to share a story with you about a car conversation that I had. And I was driving a girl home after youth group one night and we were talking about healthy and non-healthy relationships. And at that time, you know, she, we saw the potential in her to be 100% um, a leader. And we just wanted to continue to help her in this. And so we were talking and uh, she was just like, you know, I'm, I'm not in a good relationship. It's, it's a toxic relationship. And so we talked about her heart and how it was being affected and what she was allowing her heart to be open to and the things that she was allowing to be deposited into her heart based on this relationship she was in. And so like things like fear and worry and anxiety, these things were now surrounding her heart and affecting her not only physically, but her spiritual um, function in her life too. And so we were like talking and I was like, you know, you gotta get, this this relationship is not good. Look what's being deposited into your heart and look what it's making you feel and, and do. And she was like, you know, you're so right. And so days after she was like, you know, I am getting out of this relationship. And she was like, I, I did it and I feel so much better and the toxic ties are gone and her heart was in a better place. And then I saw the overflow from that in her life. She was happier. She was she was healthier. And it was just a really great story just to say, hey, what happens in your heart really does affect you. And that was just one example that came to my mind when I saw how this could be a story I could share. I probably, I love that story. I probably would agree with you. Like I've had, I had more deep discipleship oriented car ride conversations with my youth pastor than like any sermon he ever preached that I could remember. Yeah. So that's so cool. So we're almost out of time for this episode, but I'm wondering real quick, um, Bethany, like do you have any like um, one or two, three real practical tips for how students can get started in in this whole, you know, process of of really like guarding their heart? Yeah, first, my first one is one-on-one time with Jesus. Like, you're never going to regret time with Jesus, and that's where it all starts. Um, assess and and see who and what has access to your heart and realize what how it affects you. Um, number three is ask the Lord to search your heart and examine your heart. You know, King David, he prayed this. He said, Lord, examine my heart, search me. That is a practical way we can ask God, hey, you are welcome into my heart and show me what is in there so that I can be pure and clean before you. Um, it, and also, most of all, deposit his word in your heart because like we talked about before, what you deposit is what you're going to withdraw from. So if you deposit the word, then the word's going to come forth. Mm, that's a good, that is 
uh, that is a good principle on compound interest, right? The more you invest into it, the more it's going to come back, the more it's going to pay out in the long run. So that's so good, Bethany. Thank you so much for sharing today. Um, We're going to have you back two more episodes, which we're beyond excited about. And students, we hope that this content has been helpful to you. If it has, do us a favor, shoot us a DM, let us know. We want to know what God has spoken to you today about today's episode. And also don't forget to share it with your friends. You can tag us on social media at LTG Conference, and you can find me at Gilbo Swaggins. You can find me at Aaron Holt. Students, remember your call to lead your generation. Deal with passion for Christ and love for others.